0: Holy 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 Healthy Healthy Mama, mama Podcast healthy. Woohoo Welcome to the Holy Healthy Mama Podcast. I'm Kristen Noriega, your host, a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and fellow Christian mom. I provide moms with practical, uncomplicated solutions so you can feed yourself and your family with confidence and lean into an active lifestyle. I'm on a mission to make health the standard, and I believe it starts in the family with mom at the core. So whether you're filled with holy guacamole, the Holy Spirit, or have no idea what either of those are, I've got you covered, friend. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. We are back here today with another interview We've got Heather Johnson from A Catholic Mom's Life. She is a YouTube vlogger. And um, before we get to that, I have an announcement for you. I don't know if you've heard, but we are opening up the Holy Healthy Mama Pro Workshop. So I have heard you. You have said, I don't know what to eat. I don't know how to eat healthily. I have zero time. And I know in this mom life and these crazy times, it's easy to feel like you're drowning. And one of the first things to go is your nutrition. And you often find yourself on a popular diet and then you fall off after a week or two. Well, my philosophy is that a solid understanding of what to eat, a meal plan, a little preparation, and some out-of-the-box thinking can help you reprioritize your health. You know this, right? You've listened to the podcast episodes. You've come this far. You know that that's my philosophy. But there's something else you need to know. And if you haven't listened to podcast episodes, my podcast episodes before, know this. You don't need to go on a diet. You can have all the foods that you love and still eat healthily. And your whole family can eat this way too. You all can eat the same foods, kids included. That's right. You heard me. Let me explain. (laughs) So to see the really long-term changes, you need to change your mindset around food. You were given this wonderful capacity to taste, smell, savor, and enjoy all the foods. And by denying yourself of these God-given gifts, you're hindering your ability to reach your nutrition and health goals. Yes, you are. God gave you these senses. Let's use them and not deny ourselves of them. So, one point is that dieting is not sustainable you restrict and you can only in quote be good for a limited amount of time and it's going to end someday whether it's tomorrow next week or next month research shows that extreme diets fail seriously you don't learn anything in the long run you follow a strict plan and then you revert back to your old eating habits So you need a nutrition game plan that you can start today and live with for the rest of your life. One that's applicable and practical for this busy and full season of life that you're in. Point two is that you need to change your mindset around food because you have little eyes watching you. You're raising kids that you want to grow into competent, healthy adults who have fantastic relationships with food. And are extremely healthy. It's okay to want these things. But you've got to put in the work. You need to know what to eat. You need to have a game plan. And you need strategies in place. To implement your knowledge. And yes this can totally feel overwhelming. I don't want it to feel this way for you. That's why I'm opening up this Holy Healthy Mama Pro Workshop. You can get in on this and it's gonna be great there is group coaching it lasts one month it's got workshops and resources you have direct messaging with me you have food journal reviews I will review your food journal (laughs) um what else let's see it gives you access to the holy healthy mama tribe This is a monthly membership where you get inten- you get recipes and meal plans and you are going to get group support from like-minded mamas who are in the thick of life with you, but also want to be healthy and are just trying to do it the right way, trying to do health and nutrition in a way that makes sense for this current season. So enrollment is not open yet that will open the first week of april but here's what you can do right now you can enroll by or you can enroll on the waitlist you get on this waitlist because if you enroll from the waitlist you get serious discounts and bonuses you're going to get over 25% off of the total course plus you get 2 months of the monthly membership included So you'll start the same month that you do the workshop and then you have one extra month on top of that, all for this waitlist price. Join the waitlist at bit.ly slash mama waitlist. Bit.ly slash mama waitlist. So you want to get in on this. This is going to be so helpful for you. I know it's crazy times in this world, but you have to prioritize your health and your nutrition. And if you're at home, there's no better time than now to get your kitchen, get your health, get your recipes, your meal plan, all in order. Let's do this. Let's take you from that place of confusion and stress and take you into the area or you are confident in feeding yourself quickly, simply and healthily both at home and on the go. All right. So there was that info, join the waitlist. It's not a commitment if you join the waitlist. You just get the information and then you get access to the discount and bonuses. So there we go. All right, we are going into this interview now with Heather Johnson. A little bio about Heather. She is a Catholic wife and mom of three boys and a baby girl. And she uses her YouTube channel to inspire others to grow more in love with God. She shares all kinds of videos from faith, testimonies, lifestyle, NFP, family, fashion, and so much more. She has been doing YouTube for three years, and it is her God-led purpose here she prayed about it she acted and you can hear more of her story right now
1: So I have Heather
0: Johnson here today with A Catholic Mom's Life. She is a YouTuber, and um, I'm so excited to have you here, Heather.
1: Can you just tell me a little bit about yourself? Hey, it's so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, so I have a Catholic Mommy YouTube channel that I started almost three years ago from today, I think, or this week. So. Um, so yeah, I love talking about God and about the Catholic faith and motherhood and all of that, all of that stuff. So, um, so I started the Catholic Mommy YouTube channel, a Catholic mom's life, um, in hopes to inspire other women and other people who wanted to grow in their faith.
0: Awesome. So three years, you're, you're an expert now at YouTube, right?
1: I feel like I'm getting comfortable now it's funny it took me a long time to get really comfortable with it it's so awkward because a lot of the time you're just like talking to yourself it's like a monologue you know and stuff and that was the weirdest feeling at first but I've, I'm getting used to it now
0: same thing with podcasting it's like talking to the wall and yeah <laughs> a little bit more comfortable now so cool yeah well, thank you for coming on Can you tell me like how your YouTube channel came to be? What was your motivation? Where were you in life? Were you a mom already? What's the background?
1: Yeah, so um, actually, so around three years ago, I um, was in a new town. My husband moves around every two to three years to a new place and we were in North Carolina and the church that we belonged to didn't really have any like mommy groups and everywhere that we were before I always had mommy groups. And, and so I went to the lady and asked if I could start like a Catholic book club or something like that for moms. And she was just like straight out said, no, <laughs> she she's like, no, there's a lot of women who really want that, but no, we don't have any room for you. And the church is huge. Like there was plenty of room. It was clear to me she just didn't want to have any other, you know, problems or have to deal with anything else. So, so I went home and on the way home, I just felt so deflated and I said, God, I feel like you gave me these gifts and talents to, you know, start small or women's groups and stuff like that. And I, I just don't know what to do. Like, in what way can I serve you? What are, you know, what's something that I can do to minister to other women? And almost immediately, I felt like he told me to start YouTube. (laughs) And I was like, what? YouTube? I never watched YouTube before starting YouTube. I didn't know anything about, you know, videoing or editing or any of that. It was so, so crazy. But almost immediately, I had this zeal for sharing the gospel and to figuring it out. I almost became obsessed with, like, Figuring out how to edit, how to, you know, talk to the camera, how to, you know, how to do all that, those things. And, um, and it's really neat, because I really didn't think much would come of it. But, um, but I went on YouTube to see, you know, okay, what other Catholic moms are out there? And there really wasn't anything at the time. So, so I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to have to kind of start from scratch and try to figure out how to do this and how to inspire other women to to grow in their faith or other people and so I just kind of started or I mean it's all been organic growth and everything but just um just starting from nothing kind of knowing nobody would watch at first and just slowly getting better at it and stuff so after three years I feel like I'm getting there (laughs)
0: that's awesome that's funny I love that it's kind of it is your God-led calling? You know, you prayed about it. He answered, you're here. That's okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. And and what came with that was a great zeal. Like I, I asked my husband, you know, if it was okay with him, because I knew that's kind of a a big deal to put yourself out there on social media like Mm -hmm. that. And Mm -hmm. he's a very private person and I am too, ironically. So, um, so I said, God, if my husband says it's okay, then I will know it's from you. And Um, and it, and he was okay. I mean, it it took a little bit of talking him into it, but he was okay with it. Um, and so, yeah, so it was really neat to know that, you know, God was kind of behind the whole idea and channel and everything.
0: I love that because that mirrors my story. Exactly. I'm just kind of spiraling professionally thinking I have to do something more worth my time you know, find my calling. And then I, I'm praying about it. I hear this Christian podcaster talking about how I can do these things today. And I take it to my husband. Actually, he was gone. So I send him a little text with saying like, I want to do a podcast. And he, and, and I'm thinking the same way you are like, let's see if he's okay with this. I don't know. And he responds with, absolutely you need to do this because you need this in your life and like all these things so I'm right there with you and it's like all these confirmations so that's really cool yes
1: yes it's so awesome how God gives you that zeal too to like wow I really want to keep pursuing this and a passion for it and just spreading the gospel it's so awesome
0: yeah you're such an inspiration (laughs) thank you so let's we were mentioning our husbands so let's go to being a godly wife. That's one of the principles that I saw throughout a lot of your content, being a godly wife. What does this mean and how do you live it out? And, you know, can you just talk to that a little
1: bit? Sure. So, yeah, that is one thing that I'm really passionate about because in the home, I really feel like having a strong marriage is very vital for children and their security and all of that. Um, And ultimately, like you – You know, you share, you say that you're going to spend the rest of your life together. Um, And being a godly wife, I think, is so important. And, you know, it's very different from what the world says, because the world says that we, you know, it's all about us. It's all about how does our husband make us feel? How do we, you know, me, me, me. And that is the total opposite of what God says. God says that we be servants, that we should love and serve, and yeah, all t- our husband should serve too, but um, but in a marriage, you're the only person that you can control. You can't control your husband, and I've noticed that, you know, the more I am loving and gentle towards my husband, the more loving and gentle he is to me back, you know, just being, being that wife that, you know, that Mary was to Joseph, you know, just just loving him and loving our family. I think that that is what a godly wife is, is, is serving and loving and kind of putting our family before ourselves.
0: Yeah, I really like that. So, you know, you, yeah. that's the goal. What you're talking about is the goal. How do we incorporate that? How do we get there? What do we do to become a more godly wife?
1: Oh, yes. Uh, It is a lot of dying to yourself, (laughs) which is very counter-cultural. But ultimately, you know, Mary is our example. She is the woman of all women, you know, how she surrendered to God, to everything. And I think just those little things, day to day, where we surrender ourselves to God, Um, and you know, there are things that we naturally want to be selfish, but we, when we can see, oh wait, this is a time where I'm being selfish and we can catch ourselves and do the opposite of that. I think that is where the godliness part comes. You know, when we can, instead of all these vices, we can turn to the virtue and trying to find the holiness, um, Mm -hmm. that we can do throughout the day instead of focusing on ourselves, you know, so it's, it takes a lot of work, a lot of practice. And I think it's something that we have to work on our entire lives. It's not just, Oh, okay, I figured out how to be a virtuous wife. And this is it. Because it is something like you're constantly dying to yourself. And you're constantly giving to others and loving others. And just little by little, it becomes a little bit more better. Because there's the grace that comes with it, you know, and obviously a lot of prayer and just saying, being really honest with God, God, I am, you know, I'm struggling with this aspect of my life. I really need your grace and your help and he will help you, you know, and through the rosary, definitely. I have just learned, oh my goodness, the rosary, there's so much grace there. And I have grown tremendously through the rosary. I noticed the times in my life where I'm praying the rosary. There's a lot of grace there. And when there isn't a lot of grace there, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not really praying the rosary right now. You know, So I know Mother Mary is helping me with that, with growing in holiness um, in my marriage.
0: That's awesome. I like how you um, just say prayer, grace, and the rosary. And those are some of the three things. I mean, none of it's tangible because it's so much – more than anything we can actually hold, you know, it's all inner, that you have to find the inner um, zeal, maybe you said that for your YouTube channel, but the zeal to pursue being a godly wife as well and and losing, dying to yourself, so that is yeah. very um, insightful, I guess, and helpful, because sometimes it's we, it's easy to want a quick fix. Be
1: like, hey,
0: Heather, help me become a godly wife. What do I do, Heather? Well, you know, pray, say the rosary, and just give yourself some grace. And, you know, I so I appreciate that perspective. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Okay, so the next thing is being a godly mother. And it's probably along the same lines, you know, following yes. our mother mary's role model and her
1: example but can you talk about this a little bit more um so i think like you said a lot of the same thing a lot of prayer and asking god for the grace because our children as amazing as they are they all you know i have um two who are in that almost like terrible the terrific twos i like to call them terrific um, yeah (laughs) (laughs) where they're uh, you know just a little more difficult and you can't really um, you know talk them through things they just you know have their fits and all of that and it takes a lot of grace I mean there are times I'm just I just have to breathe and walk away you know like I know that anything I do at that moment is not gonna help and um, and stuff and um, and so just truly praying and asking God for the grace, asking Mary to help, you know, since she was a mother, she is a mother, um, asking her to help as well. But you know, even um I think that we need to set ourselves up as well for um for being a good mother, you know, and I think just kind of trying to be more organized in our in our thoughts and you know for us we have a, a schedule that we kind of follow and it's loosely i mean it's not like okay it's you know 302 we have we're late 2 minutes it's loosely but like having a schedule i think is really important for the kids because they, you know, right now we have where we eat lunch and then it's nap time and they know that. It's not something I have to fight with them every day, you know, like, oh, now it's lunchtime because they know that. So I think having a schedule, kind of a loose schedule is really important, too. So little things like that, I I do think help, helps with motherhood as well. Like having um, a schedule and family prayer is huge in our in our marriage, in our life, because, um, we were struggling quite a bit with, we we were married two years before Thomas came and once, and marriage was easy until our, our first came. And then we're like, Oh my goodness. You know, we both like, I I think both of us felt like the other one was being selfish and, you know, like wanting their time and not helping enough. And, you know, it was just a lot of that, like tit for tat type of thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, And so we both were like, we need to figure this out, you know? And so we started a family prayer um, and just to have that a part of our routine. And it was game changer in our life, in our family, in our marriage. Um, We end the prayer with thanking God for the other person, which was so great because I think a lot of the time in marriage, you're not necessarily um, affirming the other person, you know, but we notice that through prayer. So the last thing that we'd say is, you know, I'll say something like, dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much for Eric and all of his hard work that he did today. Um, Thank you that he did the dishes. I know he was so tired and, you know, and so I'll just affirm him through prayer. And I can tell that is where our, our marriage changed. And our children got to see that too, that we love each other and we're encouraging each other and stuff. And um, and so all the children pray as well. And then we pray a decade of the rosary on top of that. So that was another way that our family has has grown so much. And just teaching our children how to pray was was key as well.
0: Okay, so let's break down your family prayer time. You end it. With thanking the other person, your spouse, for all the hard work and effort they're putting into the marriage and into the household and into raising your children, you add a decade of the rosary. What else is like some of the foundational stuff you include in family prayer time?
1: Um, So all the kids get to say, well, they used to go on and on. So we let them pray for one or two things. Um that they want so kind of a popcorn prayer we we start with the youngest so bella always prays that i have another baby <laughs> which is so funny um she's our little two-year-old and then zachary he'll pray so it goes like in order of age and mm-hmm. then i'll go and then my husband mm-hmm. is left. and then we'll end that with a decade of the rosary so we used to do it where we'd end it with a glory be our 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 father hail mary glory be and a saint michael prayer but we just kind of upped it to a um a decade of the rosary and then a saint michael at the end of that okay so it's pretty simple we have little kids so i feel like at that age you got you kind of have to go simple yeah
0: are you doing this at bedtime
1: Yep, yep. So we do it right before bedtime. They already took a bath and all of that. So it's right before bedtime.
0: Awesome. I like how you said you have to shorten what the kids say because they totally go off on a tangent. Thank you for my teddy bear. Thank you for the wall. Thank you for my hair and all these things. And it's yeah. like, oh, Lord, give me patience because they're doing so good. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay, another one thing I wanted to touch on that you had just said was you take a time out. You take a time out and you pray and you walk away from those terrific two-year-olds that are just wearing you down. I want to know, do they ever follow you into the other room or bang on the door (laughs) when you're hiding in the bath? Okay, that's always a challenge I run into. (laughs) They say, take this time out. And then my kids are there banging on the door and
1: I'm like... Just go away. That my, happy place. my happy place. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I always I'll say mommy needs a timeout and I'll go in the bathroom. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, and they're right there, you know, and they're talking through the door. But I'm like, Okay, this is this is the phase I'm at in my life right now. Lord, give me grace, you know, type of thing. So I feel like it's gotten a little easier. Um, we have four at first it was so intense and I feel like the more I have, the more, I don't know if it's the more grace or what, but it's become easier. Like, you know, the terrific twos and all of that. It's been like, okay, this is part of the system. For us, we know it lasts about a year where they're in that, you know, that cycle of life and stuff. And, um, and so I think because I know it's not going to be forever like this, I think I can cope with it a little better too. But yeah, yeah, I definitely give myself (laughs) timeouts. That's awesome.
0: All right. So let's roll into the final topic that we have planned, which is being a Catholic in today's time or being a Christian in today's time. And especially as we are doing this interview, we're in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic. And it's just the world is crazy. And can you talk about being proud to be Catholic just getting out in front of people and attesting to your faith what tell me a little bit about that
1: yeah well I think a lot of it had to do with um, the way I was brought up so my mom had a conversion when she um, when she was first married and um, at her engaged encounter actually and she was she's never been the same since she was kind of a little bit rebellious before that but she um, she had a great conversion and through that just grew in the Catholic faith and learned to love this, Or, you know, read about the saints and would share the stories and would pray the daily rosary. And she had a group of friends who loved, um, loved the Catholic uh-huh. faith and they had conversions as well. And so through that, through reading the saints as a child, so my mom would read saints stories to us. I just knew I wanted to be a saint and I knew that, um, with that, you know, people will, will, make fun of you. People will disagree with you. It's not what the world, you know, says is cool and all of that. But I, you know, I didn't care because I saw the saints and I saw that they didn't care. They they saw something better beyond what the world saw. And um, and so I think that's carried on throughout my entire life. And I've been really blessed to have amazing Catholic friends wherever I've been. Um, I traveled with a, a team called Net Ministries. Um, and it was great. It was for a full year. And they just pretty much... Uh, spread the gospel, you know, they would do high school retreats and stuff. And it was pretty awesome. And just through each stage of my life, God has really deepened my faith and helped me to grow. And I knew that being a Catholic YouTuber, you know, wasn't going to be like, super cool or anything. But um, that's why I chose the title A Catholic Mom's Life because I wanted people to know right away where I stood. Like, hey, I'm Catholic, whether you like it or not, this is a Catholic channel. Um, and there are quite a few people who, you know, are very anti-Catholic and they'll come on and, you know, troll you and stuff. Thankfully, you can just block and delete them and stuff. Um, but, but it is hard. There have been like nights where I like lose sleep over it. Cause there's, you know, some pretty mean people out there and stuff. So it's just one of those things you have to find your strength within God. And you have to know that, you know, our true goal is heaven. It's not, um, being with the world, but being with God, that's, what's, uh, truly the most important thing.
0: That's awesome. Um I totally appreciate that perspective of, you know, it's not about it doesn't matter what the people are gonna say. It doesn't matter who you are, what your message is, even if it's Catholic or not, Christian or not, whether it's diet related or you know, if you're talking about planting your garden, somebody is gonna come out and have something bad to say. And yeah. it doesn't we have to just be able to brush it off because when you're doing God's work, there's so much more beyond that. I mean, those little snippets are going to chisel away just a tiny little bit, make you kind of upset. But when you're doing God's work, there's so much more to be done. You're bringing good into this world and we just have to pursue that regardless. So yes, that's encouraging for me. And I hope that's encouraging for listeners as well. You know, whatever they, whatever your hobby is, whatever your uh goals are your aspirations where your professional career whatever it is your your mom style to stick with it and feel confident in it and pray about it and know that if it's god led and god driven that you know it's going to be okay and like you said yeah. the ultimate goal is to get to heaven and i love your goal of be, wanting to be a saint like Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it was such a gift of my mom, you know, to teach me at an early age that that was gonna, you know, that that was my goal. Thankfully, my mom taught me that as as a young girl. You know, I learned about the kids of Fatima and about Saint Bernadette and all these, you know, Marian apparitions and stuff. And it just, it just, I was on fire. I was like, this is it, you know. And I knew from an early age that I wanted to please God, to live my life for God. And I feel like that was through my mom. And so that's why, for me, I want to be a mom like that, that encourages my children to get to heaven, that that is the ultimate goal. Because truly, that is the ultimate goal of why we are, you know, why God chose us to be the mother and, you know, of these children is to bring them to him. That's the ultimate goal. and stuff so yeah yeah
0: and just real quick i might have some listeners who aren't catholic so Mm -hmm. can you touch on the fact of like what is a saint what do you mean by becoming a saint
1: okay so a saint is well technically a saint is somebody who is in heaven Mm -hmm. and you know the catholic church does a lot of um different tests and i it's, they go through a whole process pretty much when somebody dies, if you think they're a saint, you can bring it to the Vatican and um, present their story. And then, um, and then they do a lot of investigation and miracles are usually involved. And it's, it's actually quite a big process. Wow. And, um, And so, I mean, there's a lot of saints who aren't even acknowledged, you know, just because we acknowledge them doesn't mean that those are the only ones in heaven, just pretty much living the Beatitudes, living for God, um, following Christ, loving God with your whole heart, mind and soul. um, That is, you know, ultimately what a saint is, like what Christ calls us to do. And um, a saint ultimately means that you're in heaven. That's what the saints Yeah,
0: that's what I was really hoping you would say. Um, there's a whole lot of steps to become a, you know, a publicly officially recognized saint. But on the level that I am striving to, you know, become a saint, and I, it sounds like the same level that you are is like, to be a saint means to be in heaven, and the goal is to get to heaven. So I just yes. wanted to clarify that for maybe somebody who's a little confused, like, what? yeah.
1: Some people are like, oh, a saint, you know, they die, you know, like they, they were martyrs and, you know, they think they do all these like crazy things, but no, there's so many saints that just aren't even acknowledged that just live such beautiful, simple lives for God, you know, and stuff. So yeah, it's nothing scary. It just means that you're in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a
0: beautiful thing. Like you want to be a saint, you want to be in heaven, which is the goal. So
1: yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Well, is there anything else you would like listeners to to take home, or so a final piece of advice? Anything you want to leave us with?
1: I mean, I think uh, I think this is a mama channel, so I would just say, encourage you moms to um, teach your children the faith. That is the main goal of motherhood, because someday we're going to have to pass these these cuties on to the world, and you know they should be. They should be ready to take on the world and to still live a devout and holy life beyond our homes, you know, and that's the ultimate goal is to get them all into heaven because that's the only thing, you know, only people we can take with us, you know, are are the only thing we can take with us are people. So, um, so trying to get those souls to heaven and everybody, you know, not just our children, but everybody, we should be Christ to everybody and try to get everybody to heaven.
0: I love that. Thank you so much. And where can we find you? How do we get a hold of Um, you?
1: Okay. Yeah. I have, well, I have a YouTube channel, a Catholic mom's life. Um, so you can just subscribe there. I also have an Instagram, um, as well. You can follow me on a Catholic mom's life there, Heather Johnson, and I have Facebook as well. Catholic mom's life. So those are the three main things that I have
0: awesome sounds great um i guess we will leave it at this so thank you very much heather
1: yeah thank you for having me this has been great god bless you
0: all right thanks for listening to holy healthy mama if you loved the show please leave me a five-star review it will help with the show's visibility initial and long-term success and it will make my heart happy all right friend love your babies. Say your prayers and
1: eat your greens.